Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. She going. She's going. Um, She's going. We're going. She's going, we're going. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, everyone. Um, I the weeniest day of the year. I haven't talked to you about the end of your Halloween night. Oh, because, yeah. Because I we couldn't find you. We went different directions. No, you came in. Yeah, I was in the back <laughs> room briefly. I blacked out. <laughs> well, yeah, you came and found me in the hallway. And you were like, I'm going. And I was like, Brooke, what? And then you disappeared. <laughs> and then I was pulled into a room. And then eventually later I was like, She's not here. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, th- I think I was like very strategic. And then I was like, if when I get blackout, I, I know when I need food. I know when I need to go to bed. And you knew you were going to order a pizza. Oh, I so. knew I was going to order a pizza. You knew that long, long before. I decided that like 6 p.m. Yeah. So also it was only like 12 because we drank so much so fast. We did. You drank more than I did though. Did I? Did I drink when we got back to... I don't think I drank when we got to the party. In my no, I didn't either, though. Um, we had plenty before that. Yeah. But I was like, Bridget, I'm out. And you were like, um... And I was like, no worries. <laughs> yes. I went oh, to, is that what that was? I, I think. Sure. <laughs> I went sense. to Kyle and I was like, I'm going to go. And he was like, I'm not going to walk you home. And I was like, don't need that. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Which he, in retrospect, was like, I should have walked you home. Week two of Brooke being like, no rescue, no rescue. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. No, I was I just know, like, I, I got this. Yeah, no, no, I'm kidding. Which like. You did. I guess I did. You I, walked home? I walked home seven blocks and two avenues. Um, Wild. I, I remember, I remember like. I would well, also like no one was going to talk to me in like fairy wings and like oh, in a, my head when you told me that you'd walked home from Dylan's, which is like 45 blocks. No, 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 no. I walked from, from of course there. we were and close. Also, yeah. I was like dressed as guy fairy. Yeah. Like I wasn't like <laughs> sexy. I like, well, you did have some hot wings on. So, but I also had a goatee yeah, and a hat, a hair on a fur hat, you know, like <laughs> I was, so I was like stumbling and I remember like holding my phone up and listening to music cause I hadn't brought headphones <laughs> and, Oh my god! I think I Facetimed with Anne and Hillary because I have a, a, both a missed call and oh, fun. a Facetime from to them. So I think I may have called them on my walk. Nice. I or Good managed impulse. to order the pizza like at halfway down the walk. Oh, nice! I, <laughs> this is impressive. This is the part that is a mystery to me. And I remember like coming home being like, pull out your money now. You are you are losing it. Like I mm-hmm. could like I knew that I wasn't. I knew. Yeah, yeah. You weren't I, long for this world. I think I threw up. Oh, on the walk? No, no, no. When I got home. Oh, nice. 
Easy peasy. And then I don't remember the state I was in when I answered the door. <laughs> like, But I, you got the pizza. Oh, I got the pizza it. and I paid for it and I ate it. I ate, I but people, I don't want people to think that I ate like an entire like huge pizza. Like I got like oh, a, yeah. a personal pizza. Right, right, right. But I, when I woke up, I was topless. <gasps> nice. But still had the goatee on. <laughs> so Let's assume that's not how you open the door. I would, my bra and everything was like by my bed. Yeah, so I'm, you did that I'm confident afterward. that I was like, answer the door. Like I, I, I'm not in it. Like right. blackout me is not reckless. Right, right, right. You know that. Yeah. So that was how my night ended. And then I woke up and I was like, no. And I don't remember eating a pizza, which is the worst part. Oh. But at the, in the moment, I'm sure it made you so happy and tasted so good. I think it saved my life. <laughs> it probably did, honestly. <laughs> well, you made it to class the next day, so. Yeah. I like to take um, my friend Lissa's class, mm. hungover and or still drunk. It's like a We fun... just followed each other on Instagram today. It was great. You and Lissa? Yeah. <laughs> She's amazing. She is amazing. You like to take a... I take your class hungover or drunk. That's punishing. No, 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 no. It actually feels really good sometimes. But also we think Wild. it's so funny that it like... It, her laughing at me taking a flyboat class drunk is like fun for all. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Sounds like it works for everyone involved. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Um, I... There were a couple of other people heading back towards Brooklyn, but we were all going to split off, I think, at Times Square. And... The train ride was great, although um, when I got off, I was waiting at Times Square, and I don't know if you know, like, the the platform for the Q, R, N trains there, but the Q is on its own, Mm -hmm. but late night, it runs on the other, and I had headphones in and was waiting for it, and I the train came behind me and I turned around as the doors were closing and it was a queue and they come every 20 minutes because oh it was after midnight. So I missed a train. I waited in forever in Times Square and then I was reading on the train and I was like really proud of myself for A, reading on the train, B, reading drunk on the train, C, reading drunk on the train at like 1 a.m. But it was so, there were so many people, you know, because it was like Halloween and yeah. everyone was... But I must have fallen asleep literally the stop before my stop because <laughs> I was conscious of all of them up to there. And then I woke up like three stops past mine. Oh, okay. not too bad. Not terrible. Honestly, I just got out and got a lift because at that point I was like, I cannot wait for another train. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I got home safely and I thought I'd lost my brand new monthly MetroCard. Uh. But the next day I was like, no, I know I was responsible with it. And I like went through my bag and it was in my like laundry slip. I had mm. accidentally put it over in the pocket. All good, baby. All good. It was a very fun night. It was so Be- fun. Being a Guy Fieri is the most fun I've ever had. <laughs> I had so much fun. Something about that goatee made me like so bold. <laughs> like, yeah. And also oh, yeah. Like, in pictures, I was like, I will not smile. Like, it I was, only would give, like, this derpy smirk. Well, after we took that range of selfies, <laughs> in which we're both just, like, grinning, because we... <laughs> we Bridget was drawing my beard on, and we were laughing I so I could not keep it together. Hard. We just hadn't put any of the pieces together. We weren't <laughs> sure if it would work, and as it finally <laughs> came together, it was just a miracle to see. It was amazing. I, I had some really solid... I had three solid, intelligent Halloween costumes. Yeah, you did it. I also threw together werewolf bar mitzvah the night before with Alex, my roommate. Um, yep. <laughs> I don't know how to refer to him. I, well, he took yoga with me. I've been dragging all my friends to yoga. I'll be like, can we get, to, they'll be like, can we get dinner? I'm like, yes, but will you come take a, take a yoga class with me first? Your first one's free. Great trade off. Um, I'm like, 
please. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a genius way to do it, honestly. So Alex and I took yoga and I walked in and it was like, we were taking my like personal coach's class, Julie. And I go, hi, this is Alex, my roommate and the lover of my brother. <laughs> <laughs> that is what he is. And she was like, applies. Brooke, what? <laughs> <laughs> you were like, well, it's a little complicated <laughs> to just say Alex and Alex. Um, but so we went as wearer of bar mitzvah and he was a boy becoming a man and I was a man becoming a wolf. And then today I use that same wolf hat with the onesie that I own that has sheep on it. And I was a wolf. She's and still she, in it. And oh, she I haven't amazing. taken it off. Oh, yeah. I also think that I wish I, like I wore this to the movie as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a good thing. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to find your best light because you're here. Will you look over this way, please? Um, I. Oh, no, I don't want it to be live. I hate that. Why? I like the live ones. I like them sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> With your head at this angle and the top of the head headphones for a minute, it looked like you had Kate's haircut from John and Kate plus eight, sort of. No, oh. Not what I was going for. Um, anyway. Anyway, what are we? Where are we? What's I wore happening? it to the movie and it was so cool. Oh, yeah. Genius. <laughs> yeah she's cute um i've just been taking photos for the last 45 <laughs> seconds i'm sorry everyone um hi bridget hi brooke hi everybody and welcome to splat the podcast where me bridget and me brooke talk about sex in the city 20 years later and 10 years younger hi guys hi how are you how's everyone doing what were you for halloween was it spooky was it scary did you get candy um, Did anyone hand out free edibles as Fox News was suggesting might happen to your children on Twitter? Really? Everyone was like, um, first of all, this isn't happening. Second of all, DM me the address just in case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, but like Halloween in New York is so strange. I cannot yes. imagine being a kid in New York. Oh, I know. Like today I was at the bodega getting the limeade and a kid was trick-or-treating in the bodega. And I was like, this is your family. <laughs> like, I was like, oh my God. I like rollerbladed around my gated community in South Florida. But think how many places you have to go too. If they had good candy. They walked too. into the Lenwich I was at and were like, trick-or-treat. Oh, and they were like. a Lenwich? I was like, do restaurants? I've never actually eaten there. Oh my God. Are they good? Shout out to Lenwich. Okay, good to know. There's one not too far from my office that I walk by sometimes on my way to get my monthly cheesecake at Magnolia as a reward for doing bills, which you I hate. You do that? Yep. I didn't know you did that. That's mm -hmm. very carry of you. It is. It's Well, it's something I've started doing. Sometimes I do it more than once a month. But I'm pretty sure Magnolia Bakery. Wowie. Bakery. The Magnolia Bakery <laughs> plays a big part in Sex in the City at some point. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Right? Yeah. I think it's like associated with yeah, it. Yeah, it is. I think you're right. Fascinating. Mm -hmm. Well, their key lime cheesecake is like best of all worlds. Like a key lime pie, but cheesecake. Which key lime pie is my favorite dessert. Well, I love cheesecake, so to have that taste, which I love, and the texture of cheesecake, mm -hmm. it's just a fucking masterpiece. Oh my God, I'll have to reward myself with that. Do it. I usually go for a Levan cookie, but not once mm. a month. Mm. Only if something really big happens. Yeah. I love Levan cookies. I kind of forgot they existed until right now, and now I'm going to think about that a lot until I get one. You'll get one. I'm sure I will. Thank you. Shall we? Shall we? Is there anything? Do you have anything else to share? Um. Well, <laughs> happy indictment day yesterday. It happy was full of thrills. Indictment day. The, the my New York Times alerts have been very stressful. 
Aren't they always? Well, honestly, it's apropos because this episode. Yes, this episode is called Politically Erect. And it means. As in politically erect. (laughs) As in not a good enough excuse to use the word erect. Politically erect. Is there, what's the pun there? Politically correct. Oh, of course. (laughs) It's a pretty good one, you know, but just what a title. What a title. Um, And this is like. If you've ever seen a gif of Samantha being flippant about, like, the state of democracy, it's, it's from this from episode. episode. I'm, yeah. I think I've tweeted all of them before on our account. It's um fascinating and relevant in more ways than you can imagine. It made my stomach hurt. Parts of it, yeah. It's a really, it's a, it's a big one. It's a big one. It, and they, like, brush over a lot of things. And also... Yeah. I have a lot of caps lock. Yeah, me too. Just all over the place here. Also, Bill comes back. He's not a one episode stand, baby. I told you John Slattery is back. Well, we said at the end of the last one, you were like, I'm not sure if I remember. And I was like, I can't tell. They dated for three weeks and she's like his campaign wench. (laughs) Yeah, literally. She's just following him around campaigning and trying to look like Jackie O. There's a lot of that. There's a a campaign manager who comes and puts a Go Kelly, which his name is Bill Kelly, button on her. And she takes it off and, like, tries to lick the spot where the pin had gone through on her lapel. Um, the campaign manager, though gay, which comes out later, mm-hmm. is yoinky, yoinky, yoinky to Definitely me. yoinky. He's yoinky for sure. <laughs> Yoink, Scoob. Um, Carrie goes on this narration about how they're, they're good for each other, she's decided, because she, she knows a lot about fashion, and he knows a lot about politics, and the, there are all these crossovers between those worlds. Mm-hmm. And she's wearing flowers on her outfits, every outfit this season, I mean this episode. Oh, I did not notice that. It was driving me bonkers. She's wearing Whoa. these, you didn't notice all of the huge flowers? I noticed a few of them. Well, but right now, it was a it was a physical bit. Um. So Bill comes off stage and just immediately from giving a little speechy and just is immediately making out Carrie. And, and then they transition to you and me in the bedroom. I and mean, clearly they have. They You think they have before? Oh, no, me, I was just going to say clearly they have great sex. Like that's part of this relationship that's that's oh, not yeah. going to go away. Yeah, they're Like very, Carrie's very satisfied. Yeah, she's very attracted to him. Um, and, and he like lifts her up and it's very sweet. And yeah, they honestly do have cute chemistry. I feel really different about him in this episode than I did last one because I just got hung up on that one thing. That was the night I had my political consciousness raised, a.k.a. I got an orgasm from a politician. (laughs) Yes, that's what political knowledge is all about, baby. And Moran and Steve are doing the Aaron Sorkin walk and talk again. Yes, they are. That's like all they do. I thought about ploppability a lot in this one. And when Carrie says lines like that and when they're all so flippant about it, I was like, this would not run right now. Because like being unengaged in. Oh, later? In politics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, just whole, being flippant whole... about it. Like, nah, baby, you got to care. And that whole thing. <laughs> in the Yeah. They have a whole conversation. Well, let's talk about. Yeah. Steven. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. No, because I... this part, this is the best part of the episode, honestly. Like the, this storyline for me, because I just love it so much. Well, so basically, Steve asks Miranda to be monogamous. He's like, I'm not dating anyone else. I don't plan on dating anyone else. And at first I was like, what are you doing? Because they start the conversation. She's like pretending she maybe has a date. And he's like kind of grilling her about it. Like, can't you tell me? And she's like, I don't know. And I was like, oh, no, is this going to be like Carrie and Big trying to talk about (laughs) um, Natasha? But instead he was like, well, listen, I'm not seeing anyone. And I'm just seeing you. And I I just really want to see you. And Miranda 
is like clearly charmed, but also clearly hesitant. She was just like, I don't know why it's so surprising to her, but she's like, she's like shook. Yeah. She like, doesn't really know what to do. She's smiling like fairly genuinely, but there's like deep anxiety. Well, that's that. because Tony Emmy Grammy yeah, Award winner <laughs> is impeccable at performing. It's true. It's true. Um, but I think she, yeah, she's reticent. But she, Steve she was like, well, at first, of course, it becomes a it becomes a winning or losing situation right. because that's the theme of the episode. Right. She says she doesn't want Steve to to win by default. Okay. Um. So we go to an interesting brunch. Um. So Samantha goes on her Samantha meep. He's not running for president. Oh, he should. I'd vote for him. He's really cute. I always vote for candidates according to their looks. The country runs better with a good-looking man in the White House. This is just. The problem with white women <laughs> remains so. I'm um, well, like just wealthy this kind of white, like wealthy white who, women, yeah, who were like, well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, and then I, well, my my train of thought was honestly, well, Barack Obama, yeah, 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 but I was like. Well, so I wrote a lot about ploppability in this episode, and in this conversation in particular, they talk about two things. There's one about like the hottest president, yeah, Charlotte. Vote, vote for the like you should the, the president needs to be attractive, or he won't do a good job. But then I think Charlotte says, hands down, it was JFK, and I was like, that would be different in 2017 because we all know it's Obama. It's Obama. And they also were talking about um, Miranda makes a joke about it. She was like, I. I they probably needed you guys in back in the 13 colonies because I don't think any of the founding fathers were particularly fuckable. No, they're like, you guys would have been no use. Oh, that's right. That's right. But Miranda, the bless up for Miranda is like looking at them, having this conversation where Carrie's like, I only vote if, and I only vote if, yeah. I only vote yeah. if. And Miranda's like, wow, Miranda's all of us. And Carrie just doesn't vote still. But so Miranda talking about how they would, they, the founding fathers weren't very fuckable. Um, which like now Kim Cattrall is like I know is like I don't know Jefferson and I was like man again 2017 you guys would have had a wealth of Hamilton fodder oh to God. make this would have been this would have been a hundo percent right okay and they're like oh, this would have been a Hamilton reference if left there, and right th- there isn't a show that's been come out in the past like, year that doesn't right. have a Hamilton reference that includes any popular culture that yeah <laughs> yep um, like even man should put it in Stranger Things <laughs> I'm just kidding that takes place in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, just four girls talk. Oh, I just got to hit a vodka. Hey. I'm just drunk. shiver as the Tito's go uh, down. Um, oh. Another little burp. We keep blessing these episodes <laughs> with teeny burps for y'all. Just four girls talking politics. And I'm like, are you talking politics? No, they're talking about men. And Charlotte's talking about going to parties, this party with Carrie, because she wants a hot politics Yes, with Carrie by our Donor side, man. we'll get into these parties. I literally wrote, Miranda, Samantha, <laughs> yeah. this conversation. <laughs> yep. I was really upset about it. Yeah. And Miranda and Carrie have like a nice and buddies moment. What clown. the hell is she wearing? <laughs> she's I'm wearing so red. angry about she the looks, pants. I wrote she looks like Pennywise. Yeah, it's she's wearing like this she, like terrible long wool coat. Her but hair then, is like, like red or like orange. The kind of like too short baggy pants that like your dad wears when he's serious about hiking, you know? They like oh, it's weird. And and Miranda is like complaining to Carrie about Steve and Carrie's like, Well let's make a pro like, and cons list. Which I was like yeah. 
I love a pro and cons list. Mm -hmm. I think it's hard to do with feelings, though, because, well, well, I guess that's what plays out. So never mind. I'm not going (laughs) to make that hypothesis now. That's silly. Okay. And Miranda's like, I don't know how political I want to be in relationships, which leads to Carrie. I wondering about the connection between politics and sex, which I think is It's really interesting, really interesting, really bizarrely and upsettingly topical yeah absolutely um maybe the most that her column has ever explicitly been well i i mean i think partially because this whole episode just feels relevant well carrie's like politics have always been as relevant to me as a new erica jong novel which like who the fuck is that yeah right yeah um although we have had to google things that were meant as references that we just didn't know before i'm going to i'm going to do it i'm going to do it but but she's saying that like now that politics has come up in the context of sex and relationships she's realizing that our politics are, like are they what's at stake and i just think in terms of plopability like isn't that the same thing that happened on broad city this week yeah. oh did you watch it no um i haven't watched it yet except the first episode that i watched with you so can i tell you yeah um spoilers it's not a spoiler <laughs> alana's like i haven't come since trump got elected oh amazing and so she like goes to a therapist huh. to like examine her vagina and like they figure out that it's, since trump has been elected That's so fucking and funny. and they're like and she's like this has been very common for women right now and i'm just like this man who we i mean i'm sorry to make this about this right. but like it's all of the stuff is starting to come out there's like a lot of stuff in the news right now about like sex and sexual assault allegations yeah. which like is amazing but I like mean it's yeah but also like trump is our president and so it's become uh, the two have become inextricably intertwined mm-hmm. in a way that i don't necessarily like they, that they, we couldn't make jokes like this anymore yeah because the president is like a monster person sorry if yeah. you support trump and you listen to this podcast <laughs> like honestly get the fuck See out you later um sorry erica junk <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh there she goes um she's a white lady Mm-hmm. Carrie American also is sort of dressed like she's out of 1800s, oh, oh, but bizarrely oh, oh. political. Yeah, let's hear it. Erica Jong is an American novelist and poet known particularly for her 1973 novel, Fear of Flying. The book became famously controversial for its attitudes towards sex- female sexuality and figured prominently in the development of second wave feminism. So actually. Oh, so she could be. So she could care about yeah. it? Yeah. Although, Interesting. It, wow, that's a weird accent. I don't know. Now the reference is Is about. Carrie, like, deep enough to... Yo, what does that mean? She looks stunning. Dear <gasps> readers, if Erica Young means anything to you... Wait, you know what I have to talk about? What? That, that happened after we recorded last week? Oh, my God. Guys, we should have opened the whole fucking thing with this. Oh, no, no, no. I'm going to wait. I'm going to save it for my for my Delta up of the week. Okay, 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 okay. Oh, my God. Never mind. <laughs> you guys... <laughs> <laughs> bye that was a little snort also for everyone <laughs> i'm in a snorty mood um so this idea of like politics and sex and the fact that like sex is political oh i wanted to ask if you had opinions on mm-hmm. it after i excuse me excuse me i asked you first um i got off my soapbox i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> it's soapbox is still there she's just not no longer on it <laughs> i'm scooching it towards Bridget. <laughs> oh thank you thank you um oh you want me to answer this first yeah i, I already answered it Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> that was, we just had a conversation because I answered. <laughs> okay. Let's pretend I'm functioning at a very high level. So <laughs> I, I think it's largely true, partially because, yeah, I mean, sex and power are inextricably combined. And a lot of the discussion about 
sexual assault and harassment that's happening is about how that's about power more you know Mm -hmm. more than anything and that's kind of what links all of it together um and politics is a really specified form and type of power you know so it's just like it's interesting to have this episode revolve around this like politician guy in some very close ways (laughs) but which we'll get to yeah but and um, also in very topical ways yeah exactly it's all just I don't know it just it feels like none of this feels funny to me in the way that it probably would have been yeah because I just don't have a sense of humor about it anymore I mean I have like weird dark twitter humor right the existential humor is all that keeps me afloat but honestly but it's interesting to watch this in this context can there be sex without politics I think there can be when you're in functioning healthy relationships and sexual relationships often can can be can be about power in different ways unintentionally or not and games exactly they they can just be the extension of how a relationship functions you know and also like especially i think with like social media now Mm -hmm. like isn't that politics like how we present ourselves yeah i mean we're living in a time where i think it's really hard to not be political because you'll be interpreted politically yeah whether or not you intend it so like at a certain point you must be intentional or you're just gonna own whatever people see you as Mm -hmm. yeah man welcome to sex in the city here we are Splat the podcast. <laughs> yeah, Samantha's about to get um, hit on aggressively and not in a way I find attractive. No, me either. But Samantha clearly does. She reacts very heavily to it. It's this guy who's like, she's so beautiful. <sighs> yeah, she really. It's also what a good name, Samantha Jones. Yeah, she. Um, she's just like so good at doing this thing and like. You see her both being very natural, but you see her calculation behind everything she does when she's talking she's to men am- like this. She's an amazing actress. Yes, she is. And this guy's ugly. He isn't cute. And he runs a hedge fund. He's like, like, you like to ski? I have a place in Sun Valley. Like, I can tell you're a skier with those legs. And he asks her to dinner and she's like totally into it. He gives her his card. She gives her him she gives him her card and i was like samantha let me suggest a few fonts for you (laughs) because holy shit that's a bad business card there's so many puns about political yep things and he's talking about how much money he makes bad (laughs) what is that like the papyrus i think it's papyrus (laughs) i think that it's it's no it's like the curse it's more cursing oh it it is the yeah it could have been comic sans i think Charlotte's no, are that's comic <laughs> Oh God. What font? No, she likes she thinks she's elegant. No, you're right. She like paid someone for calligraphy. Maybe yeah. Carrie is Comic Sans. And then I feel like I feel like Miranda's like a Verdana. <laughs> I do love a Verdana. I don't know. She might have a serif. You know, I think she might be a serif. She's a lawyer. Serif. She might just be a Times New Roman girl. Um, eleven point font, baby. Or Ariel. I loved mm. Ariel. Mm-hmm. I used to write with that a lot as a teen on the Guys, computer. Guys, I have so many fruit flies in my house. and I You don't, don't have so many. I have they can so be terrible. Home? Maybe. Yeah, I know, but having like three feels like 10 million. Because like, they just never go away. I just like, there's no fruit. No, there's nothing I here, I take honestly. the trash out. Like, yeah. Like Bridget inspected. <laughs> I did not. I have seen that it's clean now. <laughs> I'm clean. I'm just like. Yeah. Our, my apartment's the same though, I'm telling you. They just come in through the screens is the thing when we have the windows open and then they hang around for fucking ever. How do they come in if there's no fruit? Oh, they're just, I mean, they'll 
they'll do gar they'll do anything they can find. It's not just fruit. I hate and that. And it's getting cold outside, so insects are like, Hello, you have inside <laughs> temperatures. <laughs> I'll be here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that just came Our from, but we can rush it. Well, it might be. <laughs> that wasn't Russian. Oh, uh, we can come back to this later if you'd like to discuss more <laughs> thoroughly. Our bugs bar talk from Anastasia. <laughs> oh, haven't seen it. Ever? The movie? Ever. We're watching it after this episode. <laughs> I have to go home. No, we have to eat dinner. Oh my god. Oh fuck. It's true. I might shower here. <laughs> oh my god, of course. Salt. We'll order dinner. You'll shower. We'll watch Anastasia. Okay. Amazing. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as long as I'm not home like a million years late. It's an hour and a half movie. If we start at 9, you'll still be home by 11.30. That's late, I know. Okay, well, let's get okay, talking. Okay, we'll figure it out. Yeah, let's get talking. Okay, so, so the they guy, all go so, to... Wait, the guy, so the guy leaves, and he's really, really oh, he's, short. Oh, he hops off his bar stool, and he's tiny. Is that and a, Samantha's like, no. Is that a deal breaker for you if a guy is short? Because you're tall. I am tall. So, like, the threshold for me of, like, what tall means is, like, super easy. Right. But for you, I know it's probably trickier. I really think it depends. If I... I don't think it's a deal breaker. I think it would not be something I would be. I would have to be really excited about someone in a lot of other ways, probably to like get past my first impression. Mm -hmm. Cause like I am pretty tall. So like, yeah. If like when you're like looking at men and you're like, yes, yes, no, yes, yes. Oh, I mean like, are you attracted to like, just like if you're playing, I mean, but that's, I don't know. I've never been able to like really pinpoint a type, you know, like my type is a lot more about like, the type of relationship I end up having with them, like the way we talk to each other. Sure, sure. But because like I have I, a very distinct physical type. Yes, you do. I have um I've hooked up with people who are shorter than me a couple maybe once or twice. Yeah. But like when I go for someone and when I'm like, they're hot, they're taller than me. Yeah. But that's just like first impression, you know? I tried to go on a, I went on a date with a guy who was like five seven and it was too short. Mm. Or five five. That would definitely be too short for me, I think. Five, five like, is too I, short. Like five, if I met you on the street, you know, no chance. That's, that's it. what I'm saying. But it's, not, but it's not a deal breaker. I don't know. Like, like if, if you happen to. Right. Yeah. Or like, I don't know. Um, okay. So they're all at this political party um, for, for John Slattery. Yeah. Another huge flower was her deal. So many flowers. And. And Miranda brought St- Steve. Yes. As a friend. Sort of. Sort of. And Charlotte's like, I'm going to find a husband. I don't believe in the Republican Party or the Democratic Party. I just believe in parties. Um, now is not the time to be neutral in the situa- in the face of injustice. This would never Samantha. fly right now. But <laughs> I like, know, Back exactly. then it was like, ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, flippant women who, yep. Because Bill Clinton was president. Yep. Ugh. Yep. Wow, that was right now, wasn't it? Am I allowed right to say then? that? I, I wish Bill Clinton were president. <laughs> I mean, I would take it too at this point. Or Hillary. Uh, well, there's no question. Anyway. Anyway. Um. She just believes in parties. I do. I do. And then Charlotte, who has her hair done up in like this weird. Oh, it's a weird way. It kind of makes her look like a like an owl with its feathers fluffed up. <laughs> <That's exactly laughs> Is it? Okay. But it good. looks like, but it is, I think or like she's Morticia trying, Adams she's like trying bit. to Jackie O the situation. Right. And she's like talking to this very nice man and they're actually talking about art, AKA signaling Charlotte yeah. has something in common with him. And Except he goes Lichtenstein. Yeah, I guess. But I liked comic books when I was a kid. Like he like 
just like talks so much shit. She throws so oh, much yeah. shade at Lichtenstein. Oh, I'm, I mean, yeah, but Charlotte's enamored. And then Elizabeth Banks is his fiance. Is out it Elizabeth of nowhere. Banks or is it Julie Bowen? It's Elizabeth Banks. Okay. Cause I it definitely is. It's because Elizabeth Banks. Julie Bowen? Because that Amazon, they do look so much like oh. that Amazon thing pops it up on the side. It's very helpful. They also put the music that's playing in the scene up on the side. Mm, I'm ordering sushi and then that way we can start the ballroom. Perfect. Oh, amazing. Also, hi, Stanford baby. <laughs> I know. My favorite Stanford. I love him. I was so excited. Except, except that Carrie's like, this is my fabulous friend Stanford. And I'm like, why? Why? Except they have this funny moment where where um, Stanford is like to John Slattery, if you get Chelsea, you got the gay vote or right. whatever. And he's like, I'm not worried about Chelsea. Look at my ass. And Stanford, Stanford literally just pulls goes, his head back. You've got my vote. I think Stanford actually says, um, if you get me, you get the queer vote. And I was like, oh. Or like, I'm the queer vote. Right, yeah. right. It's like some, some progressive language here. Although I know some people don't love using that yet. Um. Charlotte is just the most Charlotte when she's drunk. <laughs> she just keeps getting drunk and ranting about just wanting to be married. Yeah. Man. Like within the year, which like, it's just like still so weird because it means that you have to like meet them. Yeah. Well, also Stanford is like, okay, um, your guy Bill's campaign manager is definitely gay. Carrie's like, how do you know that? He's like, I just had a sense. Also, I saw him rollerblading on 8th Avenue. <laughs> which is... So funny. Yeah, yeah, spot on. And Stanford's like, set me up with him. Set me up with him. So Carrie goes up to him. She's like, um, there's a guy here who'd like to meet you. Oh, this is so sad. It's really sad. It's I don't know what I would do in Carrie's situation, honestly. I feel bad. I kept being anxious her lie was going to be found out, but it wasn't. No. But the guy's like, oh, that that hot blonde guy with nice arms over there. And she's like, um, um, no, the blonde one with the no, great the bald sense one of, oh, yeah, great sense of humor. <laughs> bald one with the great sense of humor. And yeah. and he's like, oh, but the blonde guy's way more my type. And it's like, oh. so Carrie turns around and she's like, uh, he wasn't gay after all. Mm-hmm. So I kept, I was worried that that was going to come back and bite her in the ass, but she got away with it. And she's like, I was learning how to be political. Also at this, yeah, she goes, I realized I was getting good at politics. And I'm like, so you mean lying? Just lying to your friends. Okay. And also, like, the pastor, you know when you go to, like, nice fundraisers or whatever, they pass around, like, champagne or wine? Mm. This one has straight-up martinis just being floated around. And I'm like, I guess it's, like, an effective way to, like, get people drunk so they spend Spend money. money. But I'm like, give me a a martini and a half in, and I am, like, sloppy. That's an intense... uh... I love martinis. They're my, like, fancy drink of choice. I made us, like janky vodka gimlets <laughs> hey look at that they're delicious <laughs> guys shit's about to get even more fucking relevant but first this is such this is honestly such a great conversation he's so open with her he's so forthcoming with his feelings in a genuine way and they not like a so creepy way yeah well she does because he keeps pulling her arms in different ways well she's like in a supine twist yeah. LOL, at yoga teacher training well done, well done. and on his chest and he's like like, they're looking up, but they're talking to Not each other. Not looking at each other. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, bodies end up in weird positions sometimes. I get it. Of course. But, like, to have a conversation, I, I yeah, feel like weird. I would be, like, chin on chest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, talk to me, talk to me. Um, <laughs> but he is saying nice <laughs> you stuff. Guys, if you know a nice boy <laughs> who wants to date me. Like, Someone send Brooke a dick. <laughs> With a guy who loves her attached to it. All I will I never let that go. All I want That's is the best thing ever. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> okay, look, another flower. 
Oh my gosh, you're so right. <laughs> well, they have, okay, wait, guys, this is a big plot point. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you guys, we're having such a good time. We forgot to tell you the big twist. The big twist. They have this super nice conversation. <laughs> He's like, is there anything more you need from me? I love having sex with you. I think you're so smart and funny. She's like, no, no, anything more you need from me? And he's like, no. Well? Well? I would love to get you in the shower and get each other all fresh and clean. And then let you pee on me. And to that I say, release Bill Kelly's (laughs) pee tape. I was like, what is it with politicians and pee? It just was too spot on. Well, I was like. So what he wants to, it's not quite that simple. He wants wants them to get in the shower together. Get all clean. Get all clean. Well, he says that we've heard of him. Oh, yeah, we have. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like. My absolute nightmare. Mm-hmm. Just like, pee is sticky. And I, and like, unless I have gotten stung by a jellyfish. Jellyfishes? Get your pee away from me. Uh-huh. <laughs> Make a button. Get your pee away from me. There was a tweet that was going around a few days ago that said, did you see this? <laughs> said, I don't know. Wife gets stung by a jellyfish. Wife, pee on it. Me peeing on jellyfish this is for stinging my wife (laughs) Uh, that's all i can think about i like i don't know how i would react to this i like to think i'd be open to it you know nope nope but because i know people want all sorts of things but i just don't know that i'd be able to do this i can barely pee when i think other people are listening to me in a stall i get stage fright in the bathroom more than i get stage fright on the stage bazinga bazinga i just like Oh, my God, no. So they're not talking about it. Charlotte is wearing a cool red leather jacket. Miranda's wearing a a child's raincoat. Carrie's wearing another flower. And Samantha is wearing this really cool, like, cape. (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot. But they're making very funny pee jokes over and over. It's so funny. And about Samantha's man being short. They're just like, she's like, I was peed. I peed in sex. It was very cute. Sarah Jessica Parker's so cute. What are they doing? You think they're, are they going to a movie? I think so. I couldn't figure it out, but I think they must be. They I don't know what else they'd be waiting time for. Together. They really do. The Princess and the Pea, which is especially... So Carrie's like, yeah, it's a fairy tale, The Princess and the Pea, mm-hmm. which is an especially funny joke because Sarah Jessica, Sarah Jessica Parker was in Once Upon a Mattress on Broadway. Uh, no way. I didn't know and that. And that musical, ladies and gentlemen... Is The Princess and the Pea. Is about The Princess and the Pea. Wow. That's really remarkable. Yeah, Sarah Jessica Parker loves Broadway. She was a dancer. She was a ballet dancer, like a very good one. Like until. uh, That's so crazy. I didn't know that at all. Yeah, she told me. (laughs) Oh, wow. She didn't. I have. I didn't meet Sarah Jessica Parker. She would have just gone completely off the rocker somewhere. You would know. I would have made a bonus episode of just me talking. (laughs) Honestly. Um. So this is so stupid. Carrie's like really been on like, you know, she's thinking about it. She's like really giving the pee thing thought. And but she keeps um, instead of addressing the issue in any real way, she's just refusing to drink when she's with she's him. She's drink forgetting to drink. And also I so I thought she was going to run into big this episode, which she doesn't. Oh, sure. And I was like, this is going to happen now. So they're at this, cur- this Indian restaurant. It's very spicy curry, but she won't drink. I'm like. 
You're gonna as long. But also, I was like, mm, guys, water doesn't help with spicy anyway. I, I had that milk. thought too. I was like, carry it. <laughs> Come on. Are you cognizant of that? But no. It's because she doesn't want it. She wants to be, not be able to pee because she gets out of the vet the first time basically by being like, oh, I just went. Right, but, but maybe like, in the future, if you're at dinner, you'll have time to pee before the big old moment. Yeah. And then, and then the water being poured into her glass looks like pee. And then he's like, listen, I really <laughs> wanted you to spend the night, but I have an early meeting, and she's like, oh, that's okay, and grabs her water and starts chugging it. Those are very cups. subtle. Very yes. subtle. Sex in the city, full of subtlety. 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 Subtle sips tea. Subtle sips tea. Yeah, she's thrilled. And she asks for a rain check, which like is a, another flower. I think he does. Oh, wow. What the hell is happening? So Charlotte oh, met this. The, the, so the Elizabeth Banks and the guy that Charlotte had been talking to were like, it's the funniest story how we met. Because Charlotte gets drunk and cries at them about how beautiful their relationship is. Because she's had more than one martini. And they're like, we met at the funniest thing. One of her friends threw a party and all the women brought a guy they're not interested in or like an ex-boyfriend. That sounds like so fun. <laughs> it kind of does. It kind of sounds weird. Like it'd have to be just the right person. You could be like, well, hey, you- want to come to this thing with me to meet someone else? <laughs> and we're not seeing each other anymore and I'll meet someone else too. But it would have to be like, a, like I feel like we'd have to diversify groups. In totally. Because it- otherwise it's just a party of your friends. I'm like, Bridget, why did you bring <laughs> X? Like, I know that. Right, <laughs> right. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, there's a... So Carrie brings Stanford, which and Charlotte's, Charlotte's like, like, you're cheating. And Samantha, You're not cheating. Samantha's Samantha. like, oh, great. I can bring the short guy. That's how I'll dump him. And fucking Charlotte on her wall has like a thank you for not smoking sign. Like, in Yeah, cursive. it made me laugh. Might be the same cursive they use for Samantha's business card. I'm yeah, pretty sure I it think is. so. Props, baby. And Miranda is the intern, lazy intern. Yep. The um Miranda's like comes and is like, well, I have to see what else is out there. I'm in the middle of my pros and cons list with Steve. And so Charlotte mm-hmm. starts talking to a guy. They have this weird conversation about Cuba that's like kind of a problematic. Um but they're hitting it off. Yeah. And he's like, she's it's very problematic, but she's like charmed because he's like different and worldly and X, Y, Z. And this guy is so short. <laughs> yes. And a, oh, so a woman comes up to the bar where short man is making drinks for him and Samantha. And she's like, so have you met anyone yet? And he's like, well, uh, well I'm here with someone. And she's like, yeah, your ex, right? <laughs> she literally talks like this. I don't know who this woman is, but um, she says, and a, she waits. Yeah. Got a clow. <laughs> got a clow. <laughs> she, um, and he calls Samantha out. Well, of course he does. Cause that's horrifying. Awful. Like what a bad way to do Nightmare. that. At least tell him, be like, I'm not feeling this, but do you want to come do this fun thing with me and try and pass it off? And she's like, I'm sorry, you can find someone your own size. And he goes, you give me an hour in the site, the sack. He says, and because she feels so bad about it, she feels like she has to sleep with him. She's so like, she like uh, very grumpily follows him out of the room. It's an interesting moment. And he's like, sh- like literally like f- f- releases his peacock feathers. And is like, f- yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So Stanford, they leave. What? Oh, he goes up to a man first. I missed this. And says, oh yeah. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Stanford's like, if there are men over, under 30 here, or if there are men over 30 here who these women don't want, there's a little bit of hope for me. <laughs> <laughs> and so then Charlotte's like still hitting off the people are leaving. And then the, is it that same bitch? I think it's the ex-boyfriend, the ex-girlfriend of the guy who, who Charlotte's hit it off with comes over and she's like, um, yeah, uh, hi, uh, 
um, can we talk for a minute? And then and they takes the boy away. start, like, hooking up. Yeah. She just pulls his arm. And there they are, just on the bed. And she out. keeps, like, straightening and bending her leg in this very, like, like animatronic yeah. way. <laughs> it's very like, weird. if there was, like, a Disney it's animatronic of what sex it's looks so like, funny. it would be, like... <laughs> Like a like ride lying down yeah. like leg lifts. Leg lifts, yes, <laughs> like exactly. Bends. On a bed. Amazing. And then like tiny Sylvester Stallone like fucks the shit out of Samantha. Turns out to be amazing. She's being so grumpy about it. And I'm like First he motorboats, motorboats her. her. I was like, Do you think this guy knew when he got this part he was gonna have to motorboat get to motorboat Kim Cattrall? What's she, that like, like? Laughs. What's that casting call? He, like? Look how little his legs are. I know. He's teeny. And then meanwhile, Miranda and Steve are like in a very, very sexy, sexy position having sexy sex. You would think that the way that I talk about sex, I have never had it. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, not at all. Although this scene almost made me cry. Me too. But you had just walked in. So I was like, yeah, keep it together. I know. I was, well, well, it's just such a nice, like. One thing the show does is in some moments show like really nice intimate moments. It's just I wanted you to know how I feel. You're the best woman I ever met. And I wanted you to know to know that. I love you, Miranda. I really do. Steve is just so being so sweet because he's he's not pressuring her. He just really wants her to know how he feels and it's so sweet. And it's what she needs to hear really because it's here's the thing about a pros and cons list. You can't really emotionally, you don't really care about pros and cons, you know? So you could have a million of one and not the other and still want to go the other way. Yeah. Um, um, but she hears what she needs to hear from him. And it goes both ways. Like you can have like a million cons and Mm -hmm. still be pro or a million pros and still be con. Exactly. Totally. That's what I mean. You know what I did notice? And this is like, that was a very beautiful sentiment. I'm about to crush it with this. Tell me, I want to hear it. Um, Steve is really hairy from his full. Yes, I noticed it too. His biceps aren't at all. And then his biceps up or his elbow up are just like. I think that happens like, it's like when men who wear long socks every day, like work socks, like don't really grow. Sometimes they don't grow hair there. I think he might just be like a t-shirt guy every day kind of thing. I don't feel like t-shirts though. I know. I don't know. Every day. Like that's a lot. Maybe it's just hair pattern. It was, it struck me. Yeah, it did. I did. I noticed it too. <laughs> Samantha's on a, well, and, and so it, it's kind of, it's what Miranda needs to hear because she has this realization that like pro or con or no, like Steve loves her and she, you know, she really does love him too. But she doesn't say it. She doesn't, but she rolls over and she like, she kind of like relaxes into him, you know, like rolls over to kiss him. Like she's so, it's like she wanted to hear, or she needed to hear it or she didn't something. Yeah, and so Samantha gives Jeff, the short guy, a chance, and they are at dinner, and they're having a great time. And he's like, excuse me, I have to go to the bathroom. And he, like, takes his jacket off, and it's revealed that his jacket <laughs> is from the Bloomingdale's boys section. And, and Samantha's, that's like, like a deal breaker. Which, like, I guess I can, but I also shop at Zara Kids, and I yeah. can't judge that. But also, also like, she if you tries, could deal with the rest of it, you can deal with that, too. She doesn't even try to ghost. She tries to literally, like, Accio. Nope. Operate. Yep. <laughs> but she runs into him on his way back from the bathroom and she's like, I just can't do this. And he's like, what changed in the last like five minutes? And she's like, oh, you don't get it. And then she's like, okay, fine. Listen, you're, you shop at, at 
Bloomingdale and boys. And he's, and he's like, like, why wouldn't I? It's cheaper and they fit better. And then at 20, they have this like cute banter. Where do you shop? The big and tall horror store? <laughs> you know, you're nothing but a big dick with a little man attached. And you're nothing but a big pair of tits with too much extra leg room. <laughs> Where for a moment I was like, I'm sorry, you said what? But then she makes him laugh and she like goes right back at him with like just as much. And she's... And then they date for two weeks, which... Is, for Samantha's a long though time. Though he was short, it was a very long relationship for Samantha. And then basically this scene is a very prolonged... So they have sex. Carrie Steve, trying to decide Steve if she's going John to... Slattery, like, go and have sex. And he's like, I'm going to go take a shower. Come on. And she, like, is like, I can't, I can't, I can't. It's like and a horror movie. It, like, zooms into the bathroom with the shower running through a dark closet And slowly. she, like, has this very mature, like little monologue that's like I'm sorry I don't think I can do it but like here are some options for like maybe what I could do oh and something we didn't talk about is that when they are at dinner in the Indian restaurant mm -hmm. he's talking about how much he likes her column and how yes he yes really like his like really he read it and she was talking about her last episode had been or her last column had been about politics and sex and he thought it was very funny and he was like who's that political handsome political you're so into and so cut to now where she's like talking about this and he's like, like not really responding. And then he finally uh, opens the curtain. Well, she gives options like, um, you could close your eyes and I could dribble warm tea on you. Or like, maybe if we got really serious, I'd leave the bathroom door open. Yeah. She's like trying to be sweet. Yeah. Or like, we'll put running water on. And he's like, okay, well, so I actually can't date you because he like, like opens the, yeah, he like throws the thing up and he's like, listen. The people I work with don't think it's a good idea that I date a sex columnist. And she's like. They read it and they thought it was funny. But, you know, I can't really be dating you before the election. And Which, like, I guess I understand. But it's, like, so shitty. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it was, like, good of him to ask, you know. And I'm sure it felt really shameful. But it's definitely shitty. It's so shitty. And I'm, I'm like. I don't know. I, I think based on like what the, the things I've seen about politics, like that actually makes sense to me. Oh yeah, it totally does. So I don't think he, the thing is, I don't think he's like, I think it's a reaction in the it's, moment because he's it's like feeling a, bad. It's like one step above the normal, like men get a negative criticism right. and then immediately retreat into like being exactly. a six year old boy. Like yeah. I think he's like maybe 14. Right. He's the, cause I thought it was going to be the other guy when he called Samantha a whore and then he turned out to be just, you know, pushing back cause she'd been rude to him. Yeah. Whereas, here we go, monster boy. He's going to break up with her because she won't do this for him. Yeah, like he's going to make it about her. The breakup, like he can't be. He, and it's not like she was like disgusted by it or No, but he like can't him. be said no. He can't hear no. Well, yeah, I mean, there, there's that. But I think, I think it's probably a shame thing too. Yeah, of course. So then, and he's like, she's like, my sex column, you want to get peed on. And he was like, yeah, but people don't know about that. And she's like, well, now they will. Her eyebrow raises and she writes about it. She has the funniest hair part happening right it's now. It so makes her weird. hair look like a doll's. And then it's just to pee or there, not I to braved pee. my bravest political act. To tell the truth. And um, you see him like read the newspaper. Flip the newspaper and, like, down with his head. And then she's like <laughs> she literally drags the article title on her desktop that says politician to the trash. It's and so I was like, funny. That's so funny. That I she love fucking, it. Early she, meme right there, baby. So, I want a gif of that. I want a gif of, of 
Drag I'm glad me. we've just agreed to disagree about GIF, JIF. Okay, really Omar studied engineering a pen. Oh, I know. The original has said it's JIF. I just refuse to call It's a GIF. Has been, always will be. Majority's with me, but I respect your stance, and I'm just glad we use them as we do. Okay, fair. I guess you were saying and I saying, and I got angry. <laughs> Fine. Well, that's that episode. Politically that erect. erect. I, however, not super erect. I am dry as a desert so not super probable bring a, a geostorm <laughs> to me i'm so glad you saw that today it was bad and also so good mm-hmm. but i was like because it starts and it's all like global warming's gonna kill the planet and you're i remember seeing the preview and i being like yes and then being like oh it's also mm-hmm. got like a lot of good actors in it that and the script is just trash. But Aww. it was so fun. And it had high budget. Sometimes those are the best, honestly. High budget, sort of shitty movies. Fun people. Like that's what you go to the movies for. Just Movie that. Pass. Highly recommend. Oh my god, I forgot you got it. So like well done. Back to Sex in the City. Yes. Um ploppability, it's funny. I don't think it's very ploppable, but it is very relevant. It's very, th- yes. Because the plots mirror a lot of what's happening. This episode would not But this fly. would not, no. It just would be re- ludicrous that the plot like this would be, or like that the, the writing of this would be on TV in 2017. No. Unless it was like Unless Fox it's like News. Tommy Lauren, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tomato Lauren. Tomato Lauren. Um, well, who did you resonate with, if anyone? Mm, probably Miranda. I'm, yeah. Because I went through a little bit of this sort of a similar thing that she did to well not really the pushback in the way that she does but the more of like i'm just not sure it's a good idea Uh uh-huh um but we were both going through it together you know like it yeah i was less one-sided yeah but like i've kind of been through a little bit of what she has been through and i always just feel like miranda deep in my heart i feel the same about miranda definitely not charlotte honestly not samantha uh, I kind of understand where Samantha's coming from. I love at the end, honestly, when she like go- really has fun with him because he makes her laugh. Yeah. Because I feel like we never see men like ha- actually have real conversations with her because she's like, they're not my friends. They're not my. You yeah. Know. Yeah. Well, also like remember at the end of season two where she like re- mentions that she like desperately misses her like old lover mm-hmm. and you're like. James, I thought about that this episode. Like, Do we think that comes. Is I was, like, that ever going to come back? I don't know. I don't think so. Um, wow. I do not think so. And then Carrie, uh, Miranda, I resonated with Miranda probably because I've just, I've had that pushback. Right. I'm like, no, 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 I can't feel this. I will not Mm, feel this. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This isn't, I'm not going to let this be anything more than it is. Like, please stop. Mm, mm. And then like always. I did that when I started dating a freshman. (laughs) I did that. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Deep, (laughs) deep size. You guys. Um, I, I, Brooke, do you want to tell us what your Delta up is? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I have been feeling very connected to the cosmos lately. Uh-huh. I, I think that I'm, one does. I'm just like in a place <laughs> with my, I just feel like the universe and I are linked. And like, I, mm-hmm. I just think that I don't know. And so I went to a live podcast taping of two dope queens i just started listening by the way it's amazing i'm obsessed with them i went with a friend of the podcast sam um and you know it was the hbo taping so we weren't allowed to have our phones and i was like oh it's gonna be so fun they always have cool guests like this is gonna be amazing and so we're sitting there and it's happening and they like 
bring on a guest Mm -hmm. and the theater erupts and I see a woman walk Mm -hmm. on stage Mm -hmm. and I it's her back is to us we can't see her and I'm like Sam I don't know who it is and she's like me either and then like in that video of Kristen Bell yes yes when she (laughs) is talking about the sloth yes I like my 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 whole front up like chest shallowed and I was like Sarah Jessica Parker's here and it was it was Sarah Jessica Parker and I was like fucking insane I saw her and and I was like I can't believe this is happening and then she started speaking yeah and then I lost my shit <laughs> I Brooke called me afterwards and I could not believe <laughs> it well because they weren't allowed to have their phones on them which is great honestly but or like to use them at all but like and then Phoebe and Jessica started talking about like how impactful Sex and the City was to them. Mm. And I was just like, this is why we're here. And I just oh. like, I don't know. It, it's, yeah. it's been impactful for so many women. Just like and, on like, every level. And now it's impactful for us. And I just like the, the like unifying like quality of this really ridiculous show is so profound and amazing and also i think it's so silly that i care so much about sex in the city like oh i do too though i just like it really means a lot to so many freaking people it was just like unbelievable i felt like it was a meant to be like it was crazy how that worked out um i don't know i just was so universe is tapped in baby it was so special yeah um and then my delta down is um this this is the world right now yeah like this like today while i was in the, in a movie we let yeah there was another a, terrorist attack in manhattan and like a truck drove into at it. least it's being investigated as terror yeah yeah because well, yeah. it wasn't clear for a while it was happening it's a scary world it's just like very scary when you get a text from someone you don't talk to often that's like hey are you okay yeah, i know and you don't that's, know what that, they're yeah. talking about and and but now it's like those today. it's it kind of like assumed that that means that someone has driven a truck into a place that I may be. Yeah. Um. Sorry to bring it down. It's okay. It's the Delta down for a reason. Um. That's I think mine too. Similarly. What's your Delta? Um, up? Yeah, we're ending on a positive note. Yeah. Um, my Delta up at the immediate moment is that my sister just sent me a bunch of photos of my niece and nephew in two incredible incredible um Halloween outfits and my other delta app was being Guy Fieri's honestly honestly it was the night of my life it was unreal we went to fucking flavor town I loved it um Brooke where can I find you on social media who me who you um you can find me on twitter at Brooke underscore Wiseman. I'm trying to think of a Thanksgiving themed name because Thanksgiving? I f- yeah, because I feel like people go straight from Halloween <gasps> oh, to Christmas. Right, right, right. And there's a holiday in between. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um You could really go in. I could go in. Also I was telling to Kyle today, like, is Thanksgiving gonna get Columbus Day? Like are we gonna like is our, our I don't think Thanksgiving could at this point. It's, it's entrenched in a different anymore. way than Columbus Day. Is. I mean, there's a lot of bad history and, and like appropriation and shit that happens around Thanksgiving that should absolutely be talked about. But and kids should have proper education about how history actually went. But 
That feels like a really deep part of Okay, sorry, 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 in a way, sorry. Just because I just don't think Columbus Day is in the same way. You you're know, right, like no one right. really gives a fuck except it's a day off work, right? That's honestly very yeah. true, very true. Um, and then on Instagram, you can find me at Brooke Wiseman, no underscore. Um, Do it. Doing it. Doing the thing. Being a person. Yep. Bridget, um, social media man. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at BridgetM37. You can find me on Twitter at Mrs. Burt Macklin, being existential as fuck. Um, yeah, that was. Uh, I just tried to turn it off. You did. Like Doesn't my work headphones. That way. I was watching you. It was fun. We're going to go eat sushi and watch Anastasia. Bye. And that was flat. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.